Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice and a passion for lifelong vitality. I call midlife and menopause the passion portal, an initiation into the most vital, creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, from the Taoist perspective, your sexual energy, also known as your libido, is not just about sex, it's the foundation of everything. Your mental and physical health, your creativity, and so much more. It's your personal holy grail, your personal wellspring of vitality. And midlife is the perfect time to tap into it. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices that support you in reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your inner goddess, and aligning with your true desires so that you can rebirth your life and rock your third chapter like a queen. If you're done feeling like you're being put out to pasture, you are in the right place. I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, we're in the midst of a renaissance here. A new way of being human on the planet is emerging and reclaiming our sensuality has everything to do with it. I believe that turned on seasoned women will lead the way in creating a new world where everyone gets to thrive. These are no ordinary times and you, my friend, are no ordinary woman. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, beautiful soul. Welcome back to the show. If you've been here with me before, I am always so honored. It's such a privilege, really, to have you here with me. So welcome back. And if you are brand new to the show, brand new to my world, equally honored, and it's an equal privilege to have you here checking this out and seeing if it's a good fit for you. I really hope it inspires you or supports you in some way, shape, or form. So I just want to add before we go into this week's topic, which is going to be about goddess yoga, reviving feminine spiritual practice. We're going to go into that in this episode, but I do want to say that I'm going to, over the next few weeks, I guess, I will be coming in uh, or publishing my podcast more frequently. So I want to really be a little bit more prolific here. Um, because we're launching our fall semester for my program, Second Spring Queen, which is all about, you know, really embodying um, and practicing the arts and the tools that I share a lot here on the on the podcast. It's really all about that. So if you've been enjoying the content, um, you definitely want to check it out. But I want to come in a little bit more frequently to hopefully inspire you to, um, you know, really consider joining us this fall. I think it's a really great time in human history to be doing this kind of work. And, you know, you'll have to decide if it's a good time for you personally right now, right? Everyone's lives are different, of course. But I really do, like I speak to in the intro, it is an exciting time, I think, to be a human being. And we are um, going through a massive shift and a new way of being human is emerging. A new way of being human on the planet is emerging. And the current astrology absolutely backs that up. A lot of, um, 
wisdom traditions are backing that up, that things are shifting and they need to shift if we are going to not only um, survive, but thrive going forward. And um, I, I firmly believe that the shift has everything to do with embracing the feminine principle. Because over the past, what, 5,000, some would say 6,000 or more years, there's been an extreme overpolarization into the masculine principle. Nothing wrong with the masculine principle, but um, things are way out of whack, way out of balance, and it has caused so much suffering, you know, so much violence, so much dominator um, type of behavior, hierarchical things that really don't serve people to thrive and um, are very divisive. And um, that's not what the show is not about that. So I'll just leave it at that. But I do believe we are in, um, you know, really exciting mm, time. And we can really harness the power of that in community. And that's really, you know, what my work is all about, supporting any woman or female body folks who uh, really want to embrace their own feminine essence and embody their own unique expression of the sacred feminine. And um, with that overpolarization, it's been really hard, really dangerous, actually, for for people to explore that, right? And it's changing, thank God. And, and I really feel that it's crucial to, again, our survival and our thrival, if you will, um, that uh, it's really going to bring in a shift of deeper embodiment, deeper deeper compassion, deeper connection to ourselves, to each other, to Mother Earth, Um and did I mention compassion? I hope I did. Yeah, deeper embodiment of love, true love. And that has everything to do with um, embodying our sensuality, this precious gift we've been given as embodied humans that we have, you know, really been cut off from for thousands of years, right? So if you feel cut off from your sensuality, from your pleasure, from your inner goddess energy, I just want to start off by saying it's so not your fault. I mean, seriously, that's, this is the, by design, this is designed to take that out of the human experience, right? But now we are coming into a place of power where we can call it back. And I really do feel like there's a bit of a revival going on. Um, People just getting more and more interested in, you know, um, reviving the feminine and, um, And I should say, before I go any deeper into this, that I'm a firm believer that we have both masculine and feminine energies in us, that this is the stuff of the universe. I'm not speaking for all humans by any means. I know there's probably a lot of people that wouldn't agree with me there, but I, you know, I like to share my perspective here. Um, I'll be clear on it, honest, open, that I do come from that lens, that we have masculine and feminine energy. I think it's the stuff of the universe and how those energies dance and interact really um, make up the juice of life, right? Make up the the joy of living and uh, in so many ways. I and mean, if we're just over polarized or just overly focused or embodied and pushed into our masculine essence, regardless of our gender, life is going to lose a lot of its life. It's going to lose a lot of color, a lot of its pizzazz and magic um, and a lot of love. Yeah. Let's talk goddess yoga or reviving feminine spiritual practice. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's just start by kind of explaining what masculine spiritual practice has been like. And again, don't get me wrong. I love my masculine practices. They've served me well. And um, yeah, I've been on that path for a long time, yoga, meditation, and even different forms of breath work that were definitely more in the masculine 
uh, realm and really great stuff, you know, and it, it's really important to understand, uh, I think, um, a primary difference here. The masculine in all of us really craves this um, transcendence, really craves um, a, a nothingness or coming into some kind of Zen silence where everything ceases. It's um, this craving, again, for, for, for a void of sorts of where, where nothing happens, where this nirvana is, um, is spaciousness. And um, again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like when you're in meditation and you want all that, that monkey mind chatter to cease where you can find that stillness. Yeah. And it, that's a beautiful thing. But that's a, a masculine spiritual practice. And same in yoga, when we are striving to, um, say, overcome, striving to transcend ourselves, our human condition, to get off the wheel, if you will, it's an up and out experience that we're seeking when we're in the masculine. And when we are talking about the feminine spiritual practice, we're talking about something very, very different <laughs> because the feminine and its deepest craving craves fullness, right? The feminine is life force, is aliveness, is flow, is, is emotion in motion, is poetry in motion. It's, um, I guess, from a masculine perspective, you can say it's all over the place. <laughs> it, can, it can seem that way, right? And so little credence has been given to the feminine side of spiritual practice. And um, again, I'm hoping that there's going to be a big shift <laughs> in that because they're both super valid. The feminine spiritual practice is about down and in. Instead of um, evolving out of ourselves, transcending ourselves, it's about spirit into matter and involution, if you will. So it's about, again, really embodying that life force. And really, it's the exploration, um, I guess an inquiry, if you will, of how does life force want to move through me? And how does pleasure, because pleasure and sensuality have everything to do with, it's a foundation of, of feminine spiritual practice is sensuality and pleasure. How does pleasure want to move through me, through my form, my spirit into matter, right? And that's that continuous inquiry of, you know, where does pleasure want to take me? Where does it, how does it want to move through me? And another way to say that is how does beauty want to move through me? And beauty has been so hijacked through the masculine lens, but from the feminine perspective, beauty, true beauty is sacred. We're talking about radiance here. We're talking about a deep spiritual virtue, a manifestation of the divine spirit into matter um, manifests as beauty. So another inquiry in the feminine spiritual practice is how does beauty move through me? And it's as unique as your fingerprints, right? Your own signature, your own aesthetic. And this has been so harshly judged, right? And because I think there's a lot of power here, maybe there's a lot of fear around it. But when we can really get right with that, it can really change our whole experience of being embodied and being a human on this planet, right? So how does beauty want to move through me? And how does love, right? The essence of love, the love that we are at the core, 
How does love want to move through me? And another way to, to, to look at that is like, how can I, um, when you're looking at like, oh, so what are my practices? The practices are rooted in, how can I open more to pleasure? How can I open up and work on the blocks or dissolve the blocks, right? Or let go of what's not serving me in terms of allowing pleasure to flow through me. And in terms of beauty, you know, how can I open to beauty? How can I open more to my innate radiance so that my beauty can shine and change the world? And it does. When you're in your radiance, you're in your beauty, you change the world, you change everybody around you, right? Your environment shifts because you are embodying the sacred feminine. Yeah. And also how, again, that exploration of how can I open more to love? And that's the practice, a daily practice, a moment to moment practice of how can I, you know, through movement, through breath, through what I do during my day, whatever that is, this is very much a, um, a practice of being in life not separate from life, where the masculine practice is more about being separate from life. Those practices are best done, like say in a cave or something, right? Ideally with the feminine practices, we definitely want temple time. We want the time to embody the arts, but equally important is taking it off the mat. I like to say into our lives where we are constantly embodying this sacred feminine energy that wants to flow through us, wants to express um, the unique gifts that are really meant for only you to give. And to simplify that, I guess you can say the masculine in all of us wants to be empty, finds spiritual satisfaction in the emptiness. Whereas the feminine part of us, in all of us, finds spiritual satisfaction in the fullness, the fullness of life. The masculine in all of us finds spiritual satisfaction in being of purpose, knowing purpose, living purpose, being focused on purpose. The feminine part of us really finds spiritual nourishment from having life flow through us, having pleasure flow through us, having beauty, vitality, radiance, and love flow through us. It's more about the experience of being fully alive. And both are super valuable, of course. And I just wanted to give you a very tangible example of this, just my own life and my own marriage, actually. My husband and I both have a daily breathwork practice. We, we use breathwork a lot in our own spiritual practices. Now, my husband, he is a very masculine guy. Like his, his um, essence is um, primarily masculine. Of course, he has his own inner feminine as well, but he does identify with his masculine as a big part of his expression, yeah? So his breathwork practice is focused on emptying, really. He, he's really into the Wim Hof or the Iceman. Have, have you heard of him? Um, he does amazing work with breathwork, but it's a very masculine practice. And that's his favorite way to do breathwork. And as part of that practice, there is um, what, what's called a breath retention or a breath hold where there is this dive into nothingness. And he, that's his favorite part of the practice. He loves it. He finds so much bliss in that nothingness, in that emptiness. 
And I've studied a lot of different types of breathwork, uh, that style for sure, and other styles that um, did very similar masculine practice with the breath hold, with the breath retention. And um, I practiced it for quite a while. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's kind of cool. But I was really interested in the difference of our experience because I am definitely, I have much more of a feminine essence in my primary nature. And the breath hold piece, I was not blissing out the way he was. And I was finding it a bit of a struggle, actually. And uh, I I didn't really get it <laughs> the way he was getting it. And I was like, this is so interesting. So I just started playing around with what, different styles of breath work. And anyway, eventually came up with my own style of working with the breath, which you know I, I call like a sensual breath work. And it's very much about exploring the fullness of the breath, really inviting the breath in to to fill us up, right? To really feel, again, to experience life force flowing through me, to experience pleasure, the pleasure of the breath flowing through me, the, the beauty, the radiance of the breath flowing through me, and of course, the love, you know, of the breath, as way I look at it, is like flowing through me and opening me to love, opening me to pleasure, opening me to beauty and opening me to love. And that is my practice. It's a very um, feminine, you know, spiritual practice. And that's just one example of, of many of how our practices differ. So if you've been on a spiritual path for a while, maybe you've done a lot of yoga, a lot of meditation, um, more of like a Zen approach where you're trying to clear out trying to empty your cup, that kind of thing, that is coming through the masculine lens, right? These masculine spiritual practices were created and um, put together by masculine people, by people who identify more with the masculine essence. And, you know, as patriarchy usually does, it's created a big, um, a huge hierarchy of how that is somehow better than the feminine, how emotions are something to manage or control or get rid of or, you know, something like that. Where in the feminine approach, it's more about embracing it all, feeling the flow of it all, allowing emotions to flow through us as a spiritual practice, to experience the full palette, if you will. And the spiritual insights and downloads that come from that are are immense. Yeah, just as in the masculine practices, you can get insights and downloads for sure, but just as powerful, or maybe even for me, more powerful because I'm a feminine person, they're, they're, they're more powerful. So I just wanted to share that a bit here, just riff on that a bit. And um, I invite you to just feel into that for yourself, maybe journal on that. And um, yeah, just think, wow, what is my, what is my spiritual practice? Is it more leaning into the to the masculine and and is that working for me and there's it's totally fine to do both too right i do you know occasionally i do more masculine practices i just have decided that the feminine practices really serve me much more at this at this point in my life so if that interests you i would love to meet you and um chat with you on a free call so we can dive into what exactly that we do in my program second spring queen it's all about feminine practice it's really all about that again the practices that we do um breath work movement sounding they're all about 
you know, really opening, opening to life force, opening to pleasure, expanding pleasure, which is never ending, right? That's a very feminine principle is that, um, that um, there, it's not a finite game, right? It's infinite. And the feminine always wants more, right? <laughs> I'm sure you recognize that in yourself if you have a feminine essence. So, uh, or predominantly feminine essence, I should say. So yeah, what we do there is, um, you know, the practice is to open more to pleasure, the, you know, the continuum of orgasm, open more to radiance and beauty, and open more to love, right? The unique expression of love that we came here to embody. So the link is in the show notes. If you want to book a pleasure queen activation session with me, that's where we will go into, I'll guide you through a practice like this, a feminine spiritual practice where you can tune in to your own feminine essence. And I'll just give you the complete breakdown on second spring queen. And you'll know, you know, you'll know from that embodied place, from that feminine place, if you're a yes <laughs> right now or a no, not now. That's totally cool too. All right, my love, that's it for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, and perhaps you're curious, you want to know more, you want to go deeper, I've created a free masterclass for you to explore. It's called the Vital Goddess Masterclass. And in that masterclass, we go deeper into the concepts that I cover here in the podcast, basically all about reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your unique expression of the sacred feminine, and rebirthing your life at midlife with the Taoist Jade Egg Practice. It's pretty robust. You want to carve out some time to really take in the information, but you can find um, a link to that in the show notes. It's totally free. And I would love it if you check that out. There's a lot there. And I think you'll get a lot of value out of it packed with value. Very robust. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you feel would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please share the love, pass it along. I would so appreciate that as well. I just really feel the world's going to be a better place the more that, um, that we connect as turned on women. And if you happen to be listening to this on the Apple Podcast app, it's never been easier to leave a review. And I would so appreciate it if you did that. And um, it, it's really easy to scroll down. You'll see a little place where you can just type in a review. It used to be more complicated, but on the app, they've made it super easy. And that is a way for women to find this podcast, women who need it the most. So if you have the time, it would only take about 60 seconds now with this new situation. You could just scroll down and leave a review. Be so deeply appreciated. All right. Bye for now. It's been such a pleasure to have you here. I will catch you next time. Take care.